So ladies, the common theme that I, I, a couple, and this is just my observation, you tell me, has been high achieving students, people that really want to do well and want to please probably those they, they love like mom and dad and, you know, others. And just starting out in their lives. In your case, tell Misha, a little older, but still starting out in his career and being a dad and having those obligations. What, tell me, you know, again, I saw so many comments in the chat. How do I know that is this versus something more serious? Let's talk about that especially at this young age. I know my 21-year-old my couldn't wait to be 21 so he can say, well, you know, I'm grown now. And of course, my combat is, okay, there's Tanya Grace. My combat is, yeah, you're grown. I'm gonna need you not to um, ask for any money in your bank account today. I'm not transferring any money into the grown person's account. You know, so tell... How, what is that? Tell us how we should tackle this. For me, my son always wanted to be independent. He 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 really wanted to do things on his own. Um, he recognized at the beginning that he probably needed some therapy because he had a therapist. He had a local therapist here when he moved to California. He had a therapist, so he himself recognize now I knew there were issues when you all of a sudden you you noise became a problem you wanted to always be in the dark um you didn't want to really be around or interact with anybody so those behaviors were alarming to me so I knew that there was something more going on um like I say he was seeing a therapist he just did not want to medicate himself and even in, in seeing a therapist and talking about it, I sat in one year, 2015, in one of his um, sessions with his therapist in California. Um, i never forget. And I sat there and I just listened and listened and listened as he talked to his therapist. And I shared with his therapist sitting there. I said, you know, while we're speaking about and he's sharing his story with you, I say, there are some things that he's telling you that are not true. I say things he's saying and, he, and his therapist looked at me because he doesn't know his story. So he does not know, you know, what my son truth is, is not really truth. So I share with him. I say that some of this stuff is not true that he's telling you. And his therapist asked me, he said, what do you think it is? And I said, I believe it's paranoid schizophrenia. My son had a huge blow up in front of his therapist. I mean, it was major. And the therapist was kind of taken aback. And um, and that was the road of really addressing his issues then. Um, we have Tanya Grace with us and you guys, I know, know her. She is our spiritual and wellness contributor. Um, and she really has done work in this um, space of mental and health and wellness. Tanya, can you hear us? 
I think she may be having some technical challenges. Tanya, can you hear us? Oh, she's having some technical challenges. So, ladies, tell us, um, Sonia, what what are you what are you thinking? How would you say that this this societal pressures again? I just think there's so many coming at all of us. I mean, during COVID space, right? It hasn't slowed up. If anything, it's increased of, as far as the stimulation goes. But what would you all say? What would you say, Tanya, about this space as it relates to our young people and navigating this space? I kind of want to repeat some of the things that were said earlier. We, we, we want to stay close to our young people, but not hover. Don't be invasive. But pay attention. Um, it's interesting. I was catching up with a friend on Friday. I hadn't talked to her. She has a 15-year-old. But real quick, she, um, her, her daughter's struggling. And they could not get agreement with her to get treatment. She said she didn't want to be out of school for a week because she didn't want to have to explain to people why, why she was out of school. So the whole societal keeping up appearances. Um, I don't want people to think, I mean, this it's literally killing us. It's killing our young people. It's killing our adults. Um, but be a friend to people, give a understanding, you know, come across as understanding, not judgmental. I, I think our, our approach, we can make or break the situation that way. What do you have to say, Ebony? I know you want to. I was. I'm, the one thing I'm itching to say is we really have to be mindful and change the way that we speak, and I mean that literally. Ooh. Sorry, she's been doing really good. That's all right. She let her come in. We have to she's change the way we speak, the language that we use. We have to be mindful of using words like crazy, um, or speaking Ooh. negatively about suicide, or. Um, you know, dismissing symptoms that our kids that, you know, that our kids are having, telling them you don't have anything to worry about. Well, you know what, kids, teenagers, we all we have a lot. Excuse me. We have a lot to worry about. So we really have to be mindful of how we speak so that we don't influence someone's decision to be open about what they're going through. Mommy. I agree. I agree. I think it's it's. It's definitely judge judgment zone worthy or, you know, trying not to be judgmental. And I think as moms, you know, let's talk about that. We want the best for our young people. And in our minds, we parent in large measure how we were parented. Right. And Tony, you kind of touched on this, how you parented ebony versus the grace you're giving when we talked yesterday your your middle daughter is going she's graduating from high school what an accomplishment what's our expectation you're going to school you're going to college this is what you're going to do this is the path this is how it goes but you're giving her a little grace right now right you're saying hey let's talk about this thing if it isn't the right time for whatever the life circumstances are you willing to give her some grace non-judgmental right so ladies what would you tell our audience how would you help them uh, help their loved ones especially their their young adults 
Listen, listen with your ears and your eyes. Watch Pray out. For, and, I apologize. Go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say prayer and therapy. I know for me growing up, I saw mental illness, but didn't think it was mental illness because people from the church were saying it was the devil and they had to pray it out of the child when really that child needed therapy and possibly a physician. So um, I say prayer is good, but God put people in these professional uh, positions with certifications and special licenses where they've done lots of research and studies and always believe in therapy and physicians as well. The science is there. Thank you. Science. I just I just wanted to add to to watch out for things, you know, when folks are acting out of character, um, indulging in risky behavior, whether it's speeding in a car, overindulging in drugs, alcohol. Um, and when it comes to suicide, unfortunately, people might do things like giving away things that were once important to them. They no longer, they're giving away their items, you know, as if they're not going to be here much longer. And even um, one more thing I want to touch on is there might be changes in hygiene, your appearance. It could be a person who once you know, took seriously how they looked and everything. And now they just don't care about the things that they used to. So pay attention. And there is a crisis line. And I know you've got to go 1-800-273-TALK. That's 8255. That, that's a 24-7 crisis line that anybody can call. You mentioned two o'clock in the morning. You need somebody to talk to. Can't talk to mama. Um, you can call the crisis line. There are counselors available to talk. That's 1-800-273-TALK. Ebony, is that nationwide or is nationwide. that? Nationwide, okay, yes, ma'am. Great. We'll put that in the information. This will be aired on Wellness Wednesday. So okay. people will get a chance to see this over and over again. Um, Thelmisha, do you want to leave us with any last words? Um, again, your journey a little different from these other ladies that we've had on today, but no less powerful. Just to listen and be patient. Patience, patience, patience. Um, it's still a struggle in my household every day, um, but I, I listen. Um, I especially listen to my daughter. Um, because I, I don't want her to go through this path my son is going through right now. So just listen and just be there for them and, and continue to pray. Well, ladies, I am praying for all of you. I'm praying for all of us. And I think Benita said it best. It's not somebody else's life. It doesn't discriminate. And you said it too, Sonia. Doesn't discriminate. So just because... You know, it may not be what you see today. That's why you do have to listen. That's why you do have to pay attention, stay close and um, have the important conversations, have the tough conversations. So I like the thought of let's have a conversation everywhere and anywhere we can. So thank you for the work that you're doing. You and Kevin, Sonia up in Michigan, ladies, Ebony, Thelmisha and Tony, thank you for the great work. Um, I really appreciate Suzanne and Laura Lane of the NAMI board and executive director of NAMI Jacksonville. And again, this won't be the only conversation. We're going to have 
this conversation and we're going to continue to talk about this, this <coughs> as we eradicate the stigma around mental illness. Ladies, you all have a fantastic rest of your day and be blessed and, and enjoy your holiday weekend and be safe.